0: All right, uh we are back for Intrepid Heroes episode 103 and as you can tell by the start of this episode this is not a traditional episode because we're not doing all our uh character introductions, we don't have our music and then Ron is not saying on to the episode. Instead, uh Ron and I are going to kind of talk about uh the future of Intrepid Heroes. Um
1: and the past, all oh, the 2022 wrap up and 2023 <laughs> and beyond.
0: Well, you know, I, I was thinking we on Thanksgiving we kinda did a, a, a retrospective on the on the past year or mm-hmm. on the past hundred episodes. Uh not so much the past year. Uh, and then in part of our recording on Tuesday, uh, we actually talked about what we're gonna do next. And so I thought that we could talk a little bit about what we've done and then uh go on and talk about what will happen um twenty twenty three. And maybe about this time next year, what I think will be happening, because I've kind okay. of been doing some mental math here. Um, but also yeah. I'll say that, you know, since Ron has moved on to uh, Wizards of the Coast, he's had to step back from a, a lot of our podcasting. And this is like one yeah. of the the few shows well, well, that... To be you know. honest,
1: I've had to step back from an awful lot of things, right? Yeah. And that's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. that was part of the, you know, I'm not doing third-party publishing anymore. Right. I've done very, very, uh, very zealous in my writing for Paizo and others, and I'm not doing that anymore. It's, uh, uh, you know, building, building my brand with, uh, building Wizards brand instead of my own brand, but that's okay. Um, I still gotta play games. I still gotta play games like this one. So.
0: Right. And, and so what I was gonna say is that, so this is kind of my cheating way to have an episode with Ron (laughs) Ron for the end of the year (laughs) because it's under our (laughs) Intrepid Heroes banner. And we are gonna talk mostly about about intrepid hero stuff, right? Um, but I well, will say, and that's yeah, okay, that's what
1: people are literally clicked on this to hear. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what's a, what's intrepid heroes putting out?
0: Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, you know, so this is this is going to be episode 103 of intrepid Heroes. So we've 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 passed 100 episodes. We've gone through, you know, all of uh, Donna Flame was our, our previous kind of series, and now we're into our our actual episodes that we're posting are into. book, two of okay. uh, uh the devastation arc but we are recording a, we're probably about a third of the way through book three is my guess.
1: Almost almost exactly a third yeah. of the way through book three. Book three's got three parts in it. Mm-hmm. And uh our in our actual knowledge here, and it hasn't yet <laughs> caught up, won't catch up till like yes. August of next year is that we have just finished part one of those three parts in the last book, two more parts to go. I would Mm -hmm. guess, and I, high level combat as we're finding out, just takes a lot longer. People have a lot Mm -hmm. more hit points. Have a lot more things tend to be a lot swingier. Um, Mm -hmm. But I would guess we probably have three sessions for part two, three sessions for part three. Maybe those will be broken up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, To be, you know, four, maybe five for each, but not very many, frankly, until we get to the end.
0: Well, and I was thinking that. So that's that's about six episodes. And then maybe we'll have like another kind of wrap up sometime in there. So that would be seven. Um, We have 19 of them banked, which means we'll be finishing up about a year from now. <laughs>
1: Oh, about this time next year, we'll be yes. finishing up. We'll be like, yes, and that we'll be... was dawn of, or that was devastation arc, everybody.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's funny that we're talking about what's next, when really, you know, for our listeners, that's going to be like over a year from now. But for us, we're kind of excited because you know it's like, oh, like you were saying, uh, you know, we're getting towards the end of this. We need to think about about what's next.
1: Right. Well, the thing that really hit me, the thing that made me realize the disconnect is when we were doing that Thanksgiving episode and we were talking, all of us were talking about how much we enjoyed playing with Eleanor so much. Well, she hasn't been involved very long for the people who are listening, but we've Mm -hmm. done a whole other book plus with her. Right. So anyway, lots more of, of Simon, her character to keep coming. That's, that's neat. A lot more of the adventure to keep coming. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we we did talk a little bit, sort of offline well, what are we gonna what are we gonna be doing next? What do we feel like doing how how is that the that how is it that we like playing in person mm-hmm. versus online? What is it that we like playing? I mean obviously, we can't well I don't want to say can't obviously mean, we're not going to take twentieth level starfinder characters and then send them on even more adventures with the same characters at some point, the difficulty kind of scales just quit scaling up
0: (laughs) yes that's that's some serious homebrewing uh to to go that far right you know to 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 be pushing it up and i think already what we're seeing is that there are certain things at high level that are are pretty straightforward than other things like uh, with a lot of characters i'm thinking mine i notice all the time there's so many things that you can do that just keeping track of all that you know, and all the different things that uh, instances and contexts where, where they apply makes it even more complicated. So, um, you know, if you add another, you know, five levels on top of that, I, I imagine it's going to be very, very challenging in a lot of ways. Um, you know, just not just playing it, but also, you know, kind of crafting, crafting the whole thing. So well, and we're already um,
1: we're already at the point where yeah. after having overcome a particular challenge. I think it was Scott, it was like, oh, I actually had this ability that would let me overcome that automatically right from the very beginning. There's just so many abilities. And that's -hmm. that's totally right. And the thing that I thought was the best about that is we do intrepid heroes not to be like these slick, polished, professional, actual play folks, but to play... Mm like people do around the gaming table, like we do around the right. gaming table. And I, every single gaming table has those things where yeah. you overcome some challenge and somebody looks at a different part of their character and goes, oh, I I could have just gone right past that with this ability. We all could have just gone right past it. Oh, mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and and we'll live and learn. And part of it, I, I, I think, is that we're, we play every other week, so we're not playing you know, nonstop and all the time. And when we come back to our characters, part of it is we know the regular stuff we always do, but then the, the less frequent, the infrequent skills are ones you have to go back and refresh. And I used to have a cheat sheet printed up with all the stuff I could do. So I could easily look it up uh, and I lost it. And so now (laughs) I'm like, I have to scroll through all my things and roll 20. And then it, it doesn't make it really easy to parse out exactly what it is. And, so I, I probably need to, to, to prepare a little bit better. Cause there, for me, there's so many, um, slightly different variations on how I can mitigate damage basically. So,
1: right. If it's a say, Oh, somebody adjacent to me is making a saving throw. Yeah. Wait, I've got a thing for that. Let me right. look it up. Yeah. That's yep. yeah.
0: So, so lots of the, those sorts of things, but you know, you mentioned that, um, we talked about what we like to do and how we like to do it. Um, in, Bringing in Eleanor, and also we have a couple of people that have um, some uh, health issues, including myself and, and, uh, and uh, one of our other players has some pretty severe health issues. It looks like that although we like playing in person, we're probably going to continue to record online virtually um, instead. And I think there's some pluses to that. You know, right now we have really nasty weather where nobody really wants to drive anywhere. Uh, because it's just sheets of ice. And in the Northwest, we're not good with driving on sheets of ice. Like maybe Chicago would be, I don't know. Uh,
1: (laughs) Chicago. I'm great on driving on sheets of ice, but in Chicago, we don't have any hills. So as soon as you get ice on a hill, I'm like, I'm out. I I don't know what to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, playing remotely is really good under, under those circumstances. Also for me, uh, you know, my, my teaching schedule changes a little bit where our normal recording night, I'm not going to get home till maybe six o'clock. And then if I have to pack up all my stuff and drive out to your place, well, that's, you know, 645, seven o'clock and getting set up. So I, you know, having everything online, it's all set up. We all just kind of log on and boom, we go. So there's something, something to be said about speeding it up. But what we found, and I didn't really recognize this, is that you don't like GMing online.
1: Right. The boom ready to go is exactly the opposite for me. I feel like I can prepare and run an in person session in a quarter of the time it takes Mm -hmm. me to prepare to run an online session. And you even see in the online sessions, I'm way lazier at this than John, right? (laughs) John will put in some of my other online GMs, they'll put in whole, uh, you know, whole macros about, oh, this creature attacks and so on. I'm literally just hitting the dice buttons on the edge of the screen. Let me roll this d20. Oh, is a 47 going to hit? All righty. Well, let me roll 10 D6. All right. It does this much bludgeoning damage. I mean, it's not, it's not at all fancy. All the characters are a lot fancier. They hit a save button. It's like, here's all the saves. I'm like, I'm going to roll a D20 and
0: -hmm.
1: that's -hmm. all I'm going to. And even that sort of low engagement with the tech tools that roll 20 has, being able to do that requires a lot of background For me, Mm -hmm. I need to be able to set everything up in there to know what's going to be rolling and the tokens and so on. It's it's something that's really lengthy for me. So Mm -hmm. but I am happy to play. That's that puts me on sort of the good side of just clicking on the make a saving throw button. So yeah, so
0: so we've talked about um when we're done with this one that I'll probably take over running whatever we're doing mm -hmm. because I've run a lot online. I don't mind running online. I'm actually pretty quick prepping. Uh, we've discussed going to Foundry because I, you know, actually now for two years, I've had a, um, i have had I have a subscription for Foundry. I've been hosting for the last year on uh, the Forge, which will, they'll do hosting for you. And you don't have to do any server side prep or anything uh, like you would if you were hosting on AWS or Oracle or anything like that. And that'd be a good learning experience for all of us. Because I think uh, I Foundry is the future uh, of the current games that we have, uh, platforms we have now. Uh, Foundry, I like it the best though. I'm way more experienced at roll 20 when somebody else sets it up or when I've been able to spend the time setting up Foundry, it's a lot easier. Um, I think for players to level up, to find things, it spells out all the abilities cause they're all built in versus for roll 20. We have to bring all that stuff in when we do it. Right. Um, prepping, uh, I, I've prepped a book of an AP. I, I ran the last book of, um, uh Donna Flame for a local group. And I had to prep that all in there. It took me a little bit longer than it would for Roll20. But it's a, probably about the same time as it takes me to prep in person, in part because I print all the maps, right? And so I have ah. to edit all those and print them all and get all the tokens ready. Find I dig them out of all my token collections and, you know, and then, uh, you know, the, at least we have the, the best cherry cards so that speeds up finding the stat blocks. But oftentimes, you know, so all that stuff, I got to do manually. It's really easy for me to do online, grabbing and cut and pasting. And I have some macros to help me, you know, put, put uh, characters in. Uh, So I I think we've come to the decision that we'll probably, whenever we finish up with this, um, we would like to run something shorter to get a, a trial run, possibly in Foundry. Um, to keep uh, do it online, to also keep Eleanor and a couple of other players involved so that they're, they're comfortable in that respect. One of the things I like to think about, and it's only because in the last eight months or so, I've been um, doing video for my other podcasts. I'd like to look at to see how we might be able to record video of everybody and have a video uh, podcast. And that's something we'd have to make sure everyone's, cool with and i think right. uh, the platform we have zencaster um i only record like two people right now but it'll record everybody if we want it's just getting uh getting cameras for everyone i think would be the main thing and then people feeling comfortable <laughs> with their backgrounds or whatever that is right. oh you what know? do i i
1: just have my books all right yeah. i guess that's my background that's
0: yeah or you know we can do my half size. door yeah you know, digital <laughs> backgrounds and things like that. But that'd be another step for us, you know, something. Because uh, it's fun to see each other. And a lot of times when we, we just right. play, we just we'd like to have the video on even when we're not recording.
1: A little little closer to the real life experience, even though I still think it falls short. It's interesting, though, that you mentioned Foundry being a really good option and, and maybe even the best option that we have today. The thing that's interesting about this is that we're going to choose something. We're going to mm-hmm. start doing it maybe, you know, March of 2023, but people won't see it until maybe <laughs> yeah. early 2024. And by yeah. then there could be other tools out, right? I right. can see somebody in 2024 thinking, well, gosh, why don't they just use such and such a virtual tabletop? It's everywhere and everybody right. knows it. It's super intuitive. Uh, this isn't a plug necessarily, but I know that you know my company wizards of the coast is working on a virtual tabletop for example um but it's ever ever they people have to realize that we're looking at what what can we use today right now right. and the today right now is months earlier yes. so maybe a year earlier than what they gonna when say. <laughs> it, i mean it might be the case that people watch yeah. us playing in roll 20
0: yeah
1: or you know watch us or, or rather they listen to us yeah. and we mentioned that we're playing in roll 20 but maybe next August, I mean, Roll Twenty might be defunct. There might be in a new iteration. I mean, who even knows?
0: Yeah. And people yeah, yeah.
1: will be like, oh, that's kind of quaint,
0: right? Remember yeah. the
1: days of <laughs> Roll Twenty back in 2022?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot, of, a lot of a lot of things. You know, especially if it's like ten years from now, somebody stumbles across this. Why are they having to mess with this? It's all integrated in, you know, their operating system now. Why do they have to do all that? That's stuff? right. That's right. And why do they <laughs> take
1: all the time to do these things and then they back up when video editing is such that they could just make it seamlessly, you know?
0: Mm. Yeah. That's, that's the, one of the things I worry about is video editing. It's bad enough when I have two streams, you know, if I'm going to seven, um, that makes it a little bit more challenging. Now I learned something. Uh, using OBS Studio, one of the things that we could do is stream directly to OBS Studio and record it through OBS. And in OBS, I could control, I could do all the sound levels. I could set everything ahead of time so that basically minimal editing afterwards. Right. So that would be, oh, I see. you know, but this is one of the things that we would we would be able to test out you know because if it didn't well, work out we just wouldn't publish it and just go to something else when the year is up you know we
1: just try something well we got plenty yeah. of time to try to test yeah. what we want and i don't know that yeah. this is going to get any traction anywhere but have yeah. you seen um arcane mark the show that mark seifter does um, did with uh, I, uh linda yeah, with Linda's, with Linda's eyes Palmer. Yeah. And sometimes it's the, when they do that, it's the two of them, one camera with the two yeah. of them, and they're just yeah, yeah. talking. I wonder if Steffi and I would be able to just have both. We only need to worry about one camera. Yeah. And we both do our things at one camera in one place. You know, I guess I, what I scoot to one side and she's next to me or whatever. I don't, yeah, I don't know how we might f- work that.
0: The framing becomes a little more challenging. And, uh, and then I, there could be a lot of reasons why that might not work out. And, okay. And, and I, I don't
1: know what, how it worked for you, right? I'm trying yeah. to minimize. I'm thinking, all right, how might we minimize the amount of editing feeds, you have, video feeds you have to do? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, me and Stephanie and maybe Mark comes over and he's behind us. No, that doesn't. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I think mostly it's going to be, and it's like what I do prior to when we record now, which sometimes takes a long time. Is how do we get all the sound right? Right, that's we always go through our sound checks. Well, then it's going to be how do I get all the video right too? You know, oh I see. How do I make sure everybody is, um, you know, framed properly so that if I crop it a little bit, it's going to be okay? How there's no distracting background or whatever. I I mean, it's not going to be a lot. One of, one of the issues I've, I run into, and this is one of the things I worry about, is like. When I'm recording with some people, and it's not with you, and I don't know why it's not with you, but when I record with Jason and some of my guests, there's a lag of the video behind their audio. And oh. so I have to adjust it. Uh, usually it's by a couple hundred milliseconds, um, which is not an insignificant amount. I've, and it takes a while to dial that in right. for any individual. Um, so that they're when they talk, their lips move in conjunction. So thing,
1: well, and yeah. you work with so many different people, all the yeah. interviews you do and things like that. You've probably got, a, you've probably seen quite a wide range of people who yeah. are, have their system just works flawlessly to people who is the opposite of flawlessly. Flawful. Well, flawful.
0: Fluff, yes. Yeah. Flawful, <laughs> yeah, No, it's something different. <laughs> I, I, I think it's the, the speed of the connection and uh, the distance um, from them. Um, but I would think it'd be the same with you and same with Jason because you're actually further than Jason, for me. No, um, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so it's probably a couple miles, right? Um, but yeah, I find uh, with Jason, I have a certain set amount, and I'll tweak it a little bit each time just to make sure it's okay. But then I interviewed uh, Shan Wolf, who was in the Detroit Metro area. Then I had to completely change that, you know. So great
1: interview, uh, by the way. I saw that; that was really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, I, oh. I never met the guy before. It's it's like, you know, getting getting over to those other podcasts, one of the things I'm running into now is I've interviewed like 100 people. And so I'm not going to find who, hasn't I, who haven't I interviewed that's interesting that I could schedule something. And so, like, you know, I said uh, my next one is going to be Mikkel uh, Redcombe. It's like I've been trying to get him for a while. I just didn't have a good way to reach out to him. And then I finally found something, um, his contact information, I sent him an email, and he said, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that.
1: So, oh so, neat, okay.
0: Neat. Yeah, yeah, so um I actually have to when I was talking the other day he's like he's the day after us by 16 hours. So on Tuesday right. I'm recording Tuesday night I'm recording with him for his Wednesday Something like And you
1: that. told him oh. Wednesday is the day we're recording, yes. even though you're going to get, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and then I sent it, I said, I, and so I sent the email about the time I was recording that day. I said, okay, this is the time I have here. I think it's this time your time. He said, yep, you got it right. I said, okay, we got this. Okay. Because I, the worst it could be is like, I'm off like two hours and he's waiting around. And anyway, yeah. So those type of things when it comes to uh, producing remotely are are just issues and lots of people have to deal with that. Uh, You know, really big podcasts uh, where they, the actual plays, you know, critical role and stuff, they bring everybody in. Right. So it's, you don't have those, those sorts of things. And I would love to do that, but I think we have enough people in our group that don't prefer that, that we won't. And with the other benefits, it's, it'd be hard to have a studio set up all the time Unless I could dedicate a space in my house to do that, um, and then that inconveniences you and Stephanie having to come here to record it all the time because you have kids and right. Stuff well, the older our kids get, like the that. more we
1: can leave them alone. Well, let me yeah. let me maybe pose something like this to you. This is how a lot of the uh, um, <clears throat> the video podcasters when they get together in the same room now you know and i think we've mentioned before that normally when we get together on an evening we'll record we'll sometimes record often record two sessions right yeah so sometimes when we're saying you know last time on intrepid heroes <laughs> i'm trying to think back two weeks sometimes four right. weeks if we've skipped one yeah but but other times i say last time i'm thinking 15 minutes ago
0: is yeah. all yeah, yeah, yeah
1: but if we could get everybody together for some game i mean if we if we had some Game that took us twelve hours to play, for example, Mm -hmm. and we plan to do that over a weekend. Right, six hours on a Saturday, six hours on a Sunday. We record, we we're all together. Then we chop it up, and then we've got individual sessions that go Mm -hmm. through. I'm I'm enamored with this idea because ever since years ago, I started following the Order of the Amber Die. Yeah, yeah. They just did the big marathon marathon. sessions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want those marathon sessions sound really fun. so well, I like, don't know that it's it's something that's feasible to do consistent technological you know recording of but maybe I
0: yeah I I think we could do it um I I think because we have a couple of people that have issues with in person though that's that's mm-hmm. the other that's the other stickler if 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 we were to kick those people out of the group and replace them with more uh, healthy people. Well, that would be me included.
1: Oh no, that's
0: um, terrible. Then, <laughs> no, we need you, John. <laughs> yeah. Then, then maybe we could do that. Uh, you know, I have enough space. I could rearrange something to set up a studio for a weekend. You know, have all the. You know, we have I have all the audio stuff already. Um, I have some cameras. I I probably have three good cameras. I'd have to get a couple more to do that. One of the issues, though, when you're all around the table, is to if you want to isolate on somebody um for a specific thing, it's harder because c- then you're switching cameras, right? And yeah. so what you really need is multiple camera angles. And then somebody who's either in, in posts going to do that switching for you or somebody in real time doing the switching. When somebody else starts talking, they switch over to their camera.
1: Um Yeah. Getting well, like a cameraman, a woman I've known for, Gosh, I guess maybe even more than half my life um was a camera operator in a lot of things, and she really opened my eyes to how even twenty thirty years ago, how technically complex that job is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it, yeah having somebody to do it there on hand is not easy
0: but well, and there's ways to do that, so I can get a what's called a stream deck, and I could set it up, say with a an overall view of of us in the table. And then when somebody's really speaking, I could push their camera and then that becomes the live feed. Put you know, so it's possible to do some one person to do all that. i it would be something we have we'd have to practice and and figure right. out. And again, I think we have time to do that. And um you know we discussed uh, running uh, one of the standalone adventures uh which you know, would normally be, I think a standalone is normally it's about the size of an AP book. So you're talking about 15 hours, 16 hours of play time. Mm-hmm. And so for us, that's still going to be seven to eight nights of recording two episodes right. each night. So that's still, you know, three to four months, but we're going to have enough time that we can, I mean, we'll have a year. We can do whatever we want. <laughs>
1: that's right. And we <laughs> can know. do a lot of testing in between.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Which is what we did when we first started. We did a lot of testing early on, um, you know, before we first started recording in person and also online. So, yeah, so there's lots of things um, that we'll do with that. Some of it's figuring out the technology. There's new technology coming in all the time. If we're in person, man, uh, Logitech just came out with this really cool multi-camera setup. And basically we we could buy two, I would probably buy it. I could buy two multi-camera packs and that would be enough to cover everybody. And it's really easy to switch between them with a you know set up a tablet and everything's all set up um but if we're doing it remote then I gotta figure out you know kind of what best practices are and I'll talk to other people and 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 yep. see what might work best for let's see what see what they like think
1: that. I mean okay so if we do if we move our standard sessions to after devastation arc we do a standalone that might take us a little bit And we do a, uh, you know, weekend blast through whoever's comfortable with another stand. I mean, the answer is we have to start going weekly instead of every other week.
0: Oh, we'll just tell
1: the direction that uh, no direction network. This is what we're going to (laughs) do.
0: We're going to have so no, that might be too much. And the other thing is, you know, we've been doing Starfinder this whole time. But, you know, I I call the intrepid heroes because I thought we could be heroic in fantasy as well.
1: You sure
0: know, could we, we might switch over to that. So and whatever game set you know, we talked about all this stuff before. That's right. That's you know, right the, the other night. So it, it could it could go anywhere. Um you know, now that um No Direction is is doing a lot of Essence twenty stuff, you know, maybe we'd have to do Transformers.
1: I would love yeah. to give that system a try. Yeah. I actually got, yeah. I heard about transformers and was super excited to go get it. And I looked online. I'm like, where do I buy this right now? And the answer was <laughs> you don't buy it right now. It is coming out later. I'm like, mm, okay, I'll wait.
0: You know, so, so that would be something that we could try. And, and also we don't have to do it with the entire group though. I kind of like, I like our whole group. Uh, it's nice having quite frankly, a little diversity in the group. Uh not yep. we, have now over um what we had when we started you know having all guys initially now adding stephanie and eleanor i think adds quite a bit to our group um so everybody's pretty good you know group overall right um the other thing we could do is if we did something in person maybe we would bring in a guest for that um yep. i can think of uh several people uh guy named Keeley, guy named tondro guy named glass that all might be interested in jumping in uh, and that are local that could and be. could, could do something like that. Uh, well, and you've, uh, you know, all these maybe...
1: people that you've, all these people that you've interviewed, right. You've got a good yes. sense of who's local and maybe yeah. if not necessarily who's available, but who in the course of your interviews has expressed, they might be interested in this kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe that's a thing yeah. that we could, you know, you've got your finger on the pulse of the, uh, of the community here, John. So, oh, but they
0: have to be local, right? So we got to get true. somebody local. That's the thing. Um, you know, cause other, other places, you know, I'm thinking uh, GM McLeod has got his RPG all stars and he always brings in these special guests and things. Of course he's in the LA area, right? So he brings in different stars and things. And, right. you know, so maybe I'd have to bring gaming people in like, uh, you know, Jeff Grubb, maybe bring in Jeff Grubb or Wolfgang Bauer. Gaming
1: stars. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Nicole Lindros, you know, some of the, uh, old school, uh, folks here. I, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, but there's lots, lots of things we can think about, and we have a whole year. We got a whole year, really,
1: uh, right? Okay. We got I, it's, it's like refreshing, frankly, to know that we've got so much great intrepid hero stuff we're going to get out over the course of the next, you know, many, many months, going on to a year, uh, because it lets us sort of take our time making decisions and do things sort of right and try to experiment with something. Oh, that didn't work. Well, it's not like we're suddenly behind schedule because it didn't work. It's all right. Right. Well then we try something else, right? That's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of good flexibility, a lot of good freedom.
0: Well, yeah, like Tuesday we were set to record and then one of our members couldn't make it. So it's like, Hey, let's just talk about the future. And it's not a big deal. We generally
1: chatted and caught up. I mean, it was really nice.
0: Not under the gun. Like when we first started, you know, and we were doing weekly. We were we were publishing weekly. It was like, oh man, we got to get going, and we were trying right. to do three episodes a night. You know, and putting it together, it's like, oh man, that's that's too much work, and let's cut it off at two. And 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 then we we were just staying caught up, and when we shifted over to no direction, all of a sudden, wow, we have all this extra time and space, yep. made a much more uh, kind of relaxing, kind of relaxing setup. So.
1: Yeah. And we've been enjoying that ever since. So we're gaming at our pace, which is casual enough that if we mm-hmm. were missing somebody, maybe let's not record. We're not going to be behind. It's, it's nice. It's really nice.
0: Yeah. Compared to before when we would, if we were just missing one person, we would still record. Um, and we did that up until maybe halfway through, uh, Donna flame, I think. Cause I, I remember we had people missing when, when you were jamming, um, that, that place, whatever it was. The blind city.
1: Yeah. The blind city.
0: Yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that's kind of, kind of where things that we've been talking about, um, in terms of a standalone, we've had a lot of folks mention, uh, to defy the dragon, which is a 10th level Starfinder standalone. I think that'd be a lot of fun, but you know, even I know a lot of stuff is going to be announced this summer. So that could even change when we. Right. um,
1: well, one of the things that. that struck me about how comfortable everybody was with To Defy the Dragon, I could see a lot of groups thinking, that sounds like a fun adventure, but 10th level, when have we ever done something <laughs> that high? Well, yeah. our group, now we've got, you know, we've been all the way up to, you know, we're we're released up to, what is it, 15th level? And now we're actually playing 18th level? 10th yeah. level would be like, oh, pff, easy. We could all do yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I, I but, didn't. Yeah, I'm thinking, not a big deal, you know? And, so, you know, people could roll back characters to 10th level or they can make new characters. And that's one of the things everybody talked about is trying something different, too, for shorter. Not committing for two years for a shorter AP or even longer for the longer AP. You know, just, oh, you're talking just two months on this? I could, I could learn a lot. Yep. Yeah. And if you've got a
1: type of character that you kind of want to try, but you're not sure, that you might be dissatisfied with in the long run. Well, I mean, that's, this is just the time, right? To give mm-hmm. a, how do I feel about playing a soldier? I've never played a soldier before. Maybe mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. they'd be kind of dull, but when I get into them, they're not. And then I get all excited about soldiers. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I was talking to to Mark. So because of um some of the connectivity issues that Mark has had, he's been recording in my house. And I have a loft that's like just over there and a computer set up for him and he records over there and we get a good sound out of it. Uh, I was talking to him on uh, Tuesday, and he mentioned, you know, he's only ever really played three Starfinder characters, <laughs> two of them in our actual play, and then one that he's been he played a little bit in Society. So he'd love to try something else. And I'm thinking, yeah, I've played like maybe 23 different <laughs> you know characters. So I was like, yeah, I, I'm fine running. I can jam. I don't. I don't need to play something new. So, um, so I think that would be. I think that would be fun to do something in something shorter.
1: Yep. Well, we'll see. We've got all, we've got a lot of time and I think that yep. we're, it's certainly going to seem seamless for the listeners mm-hmm. this time next year. It will seem like we just <laughs> moved right into something else and yeah. we all were sure, right. on board. And I, this is a little bit of a glimpse behind the scenes about we might do X, we might do Y, what right. what virtual tabletop would we use for it? How would we, you know, get everything for sound, for video, what might that do? I mean, there's a lot of sort of discussion that goes in behind it. It's pretty consistent with the Intrepid, Hero, Ber- Intrepid Heroes brand, right? Which is, mm-hmm. we're going to be playing like people actually do at the tabletop. All right, well, mm-hmm. you, we're not going to hide the fact from you that we've got to stop to look up a rule or that we get a rule wrong and need to kind of back up or something. Uh, the same way these kind of things give you exactly the kind of look at. All right, well, here's what's kind of behind planning what it is we're going to do when we've got mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. these ideas and so on. So, yeah, kind of it's part mm-hmm. of a it's consistent with what we do with Intrepid Heroes.
0: I think so, and hopefully, what we will continue to do. Uh, you know, I worried some when you went over to that other company mm-hmm. that uh, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't see you as much in game and wouldn't be able to. You know, I I know we have some games at your house, but Right. I was really worried you were going to have to drop out of Intrepid Heroes as well.
1: Well, there's, mm-hmm. there's people who do actual play there. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, all right, well, this is absolutely you know, actual play. The, I, I feel like anybody who works in games benefits from playing lots of different kinds of games, not just the game that they work on. Mm-hmm. And I was really impressed to see that that is a pretty consistently held belief among the designers that I work with today. And that's, it's very comforting, right? And I'm mm-hmm. still, I, you know, I'm still keeping it up. I'm in Starfinder and Pathfinder 2nd Edition, 5th Edition. I'm playing a Pathfinder 1st Edition game that's a lot of fun. Uh, so we're doing a lot of, you know, Fate and Torg and mm-hmm. uh, it's just tons of stuff all over. Some things for which uh, Virtual Tabletop, 13th Age is one that we do, um, which is a little like, sort of. Partway between fourth edition D anD D and fifth edition D anD D, it's got a lot of really interesting, interesting pieces in it. Um, sampled a lot, RuneQuest. There's a, anyway, there's a ton of different games that I feel like I'm still involved with, and I feel like that's it's better for better for my job, better for what I do. Uh, makes me a lot more well rounded and lets me play a lot of games, have a lot of fun with the people.
0: Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you can continue to play with us, and that no, you can bring Stephanie along as well oh, yes. so that's that's good though we've talked about if you couldn't play that Stephanie would continue on, and we would just fill your spot so <laughs> she, you know. she
1: she would <laughs> and she'd be uh she'd be a lot less jokey and a lot more compassionate in whatever character she played, so oh
0: yeah, well, I wonder if she'll get as mad at me um gming <laughs> <Stop> and stuff. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh,
1: She's got a, uh, you know, she's she's really picking up on it. And I think that some of that uh, uh, tension flow over is the fact that we're parenting at the same time we're gaming, which a lot of people do. Right. So it's, uh, I don't know, but we'll get through it. We'll learn it.
0: Yes. Yes. Hopefully we can make it all the way through the teen years gaming. And then it's like smooth sailing for you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't see any reason
1: not to why yeah, okay. would we yeah. not yeah
0: yeah i'll i'll be retired by then so i'll have a lot of flexibility so <laughs>
1: <laughs> all righty we'll have oh. all sorts of uh and who knows what gaming will bring between now yeah. and then right yeah. so yeah,
0: could, technology could be a lot different Yeah. Fun. well you know fun. this is this is this has been really great catching up here this is the uh the eve of christmas eve Yes, Christmas Adam,
1: you know. my friend Luis
0: calls it. Oh, Christmas Adam. Adam yeah, so. coming right
1: before Eve. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's uh
0: nice to really catch up with you and uh and and do double duty here for my episode that I have to post uh uh the day after Christmas. So I'm trying to get that done early, so I appreciate great. you answering the what? call here last minute. <laughs> no.
1: And I hope that between now and the day after yeah. Christmas, we get rid of some of this terrible ice. That's yes, so dangerous no, out there for
0: sure, for sure. So, well, have a great, safe holiday, you and all your family, and say hi to everybody for me. Absolutely, and, well,
1: happy holidays to you and yours, yeah. John. Thank you so much. Yes.
0: Safe travels right. too. Is, is, if, if that ends up happening. So I know it's still, empty.
1: I think it is not, it is absolutely not traveling. We've seen what's going on around here and we're not going to travel. We, today was the day we felt like we had to make the travel or not decision. And it's almost wow. as though the weather is pushing us yes. into a not do not go. <laughs> so do
0: not do not do this. We'll
1: be, we will be around. We'll be around.
0: Oh, wait, does, does that mean we have, we have a game on Monday then?
1: I'll email everybody about okay. that. Let them know I'm available for it. Weather <laughs> right, permitting. Yeah. I do not want to get any, but I don't yeah. want to get anybody thinking that they feel like they have to be out driving for a game in conditions they find less oh, than But it's supposed
0: to warm up in rain, so it's supposed to be fine by Well, by no, Sunday. well, you're right. You're right. And this
1: is, this is so funny <laughs> that people listening to this on the 26th will look, think back about what things were like on the 23rd when we're recording yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I had – here was the thing I was talking to uh, – um, to our friend Shanice about, if even if it warms up after a snow, you still have heaps of snow Unlike the north side of your house. Whatever side of your house yeah, doesn't yeah. get sun, even when it's warm, you can get heaps of snow there. Well, we have such cloud cover that isn't going away. It's like all of our state, <laughs> this half of our state is under, it's like the north side of somebody's house, right? Yeah, the snow yeah, might yeah. in fact not go anywhere even though the temperature gets high. So... No, no, we'll see. On the 26th, we'll be able to shake our heads. And go, oh, Ron, you didn't know. Or, oh, Ron, you were so <laughs> right. I'm John. And I'm Ron. And this is Intrepid Heroes. Happy holidays, everybody.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Intrepid Heroes on the No Direction Network. New episodes are posted every other Monday.